and welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the real world 101 level. I'm your host and well-being alchemist, Michelle Schoenfeld, and I am thrilled that you are joining me today. So it has been a year since the pandemic has kind of affected all of our lives, um, and that's nothing new, of course, and I don't really like to talk about it that much on this show because why put energy towards it when we, there's so many wonderful things we can talk about? <laughs> but I wanted to bring it up today because I was just going to talk a little bit about me personally, which I sometimes do on the show from time to time, but I just wanted to share for anybody else out there who maybe could use... Um, to relate to their life, like what's going on in my life, maybe it can help you with your life. So it has been a year since I have been able to do what I love, my passion, what brings me just complete joy, sets my soul on fire, <laughs> is public speaking, um, which is really interesting as an empath and a healer. A lot of times other empaths and healers um, and people in the spiritual realm don't do well in large crowds. And that said, I don't do well in large crowds like festivals and concerts and things like that. But I love a stage. I feed off the collective energy of the crowd. And part of that is because my purpose, my sole purpose, is to help raise the vibration, shed love and light, and help people learn how to find joy and love and inspiration in their own lives. Basically, I want to take my flame and help you light up yourself, teach you how to heal yourself, how to find internal joy anytime you want it, how to find and tap into the energy of the universe, the earth, God, whatever makes you comfortable, but how to do that. So anytime you want, you can feel your own light. So since that is part of my soul's purpose, my calling, I love a big stage. The more people in the audience, the better. Um, I've done this for corporations like Turkish Airlines in front of 1,200 people from over 300 countries talking about traveler wellness and how to find happiness and joy and balance that in the corporate world and travel specifically. And I've done it for other corporations. I've done it for wellness centers, of course, like the LifeCo, which is on a much smaller scale, um, definitely different private organizations um, in the United States. And for fun, I like to do the moth. And that is what I wanted to kind of mention today. I'm going to tag it to the end of the episode. For those of you not familiar with Moth, it is, think of TED Talks, but for storytellers. It is a way to go up on stage and share a story. And most of them are very short. There are five minutes. They give you the topic ahead of time. You have criteria that you have to meet and you're judged. <laughs> and it's fun. So it's basically... Um, an improv stand-up competition for storytellers. And I love those. There might be 200 people in the audience. There might be 400 people in the audience. You never know. Depends on the venue. And a lot of times these are on NPR. So if you're in the United States and you listen to NPR, you've probably heard some of the moth um, stories. And they're fun. They're fun as a storyteller because I love being on stage. I love sharing stories. It's a great way to learn and kind of express myself in a creative venue that's a little bit different than my corporate speaking. Uh, I've learned a lot. I've met great people. But it's also great as an audience member. It is so fun. If you have a moth in your area, look it up and see. Unfortunately, right now, they're all virtual. So they're still very interesting. Not necessarily as fun as being in person. But it's a great way to hear a lot of really great storytellers tell 
engaging, captivating stories in five minutes. <laughs> so you get a great, great variety. Um, so that brings me to sharing, do what you love. And I know it's kind of cliche. We've heard that a million times, do what you love, right? Do what you love, do what you love. Well, it's been a challenge during COVID and the pandemic for a lot of us, of course. Um, some people are thriving. I have an artist friend who's doing better than she's ever done before. Uh, people are spending more time at home. They're looking more for art. Um, they want to be stimulated in different ways that maybe they didn't have time for before. Uh, I have a friend who really got into gardening. She never really had time for it, um, had her family home and just started building these beautiful, beautiful raised bed gardens, and which is such a healing and therapeutic activity, right? We put our hands in the soil. We're, um, we have plant babies that we get to raise and cultivate and take care of. I have another really good friend who's gotten into astrology and started doing astrology courses online. Um, actually now is diving into a three-year certification and just loving it, loving it, loving it. Um, other friends who are making kombucha at home, which I guess really isn't that hard, a little time consuming, but not hard. So there's so many fun things that maybe you've always wanted to do that you didn't do. Granted, we're a year in already, right? We're a year in. And if you've done nothing, that's totally fine too. Oh my gosh, I thought I'd be able to do the yoga headstand by myself, no problem. I thought that I would be um, a lot more flexible. And I've really done none of that. Um, but that's okay, right? So anything that you thought maybe you would do and didn't, that's okay too. Cut yourself some slack, no judgment. We definitely don't want to judge ourselves. That's really one of the best tips I can give today is to release that self-judgment because all it does is lower your vibration, causes anxiety, and it doesn't change the outcome. Judging yourself or judging others, of course, but judging yourself specifically isn't going to change anything. It's just going to make you not feel so great. And we want to bring ourselves back to a place of joy and happiness. And um, I did this on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. And this is not mine. This is Gabby Bernstein's. But saying yes in the morning, starting with gratitude, what you're grateful for in your life. There's always something, trust me, always. Even on a rough day, there's something you can be grateful for. And when you start that every morning and before you go to bed, just thinking of two or three, four, five things that you're grateful for, it'll start to shift your energy. And if your mind goes to something negative or your to-do list or back to the anxiety, immediately switch it back to the next best feeling thought because we're trying to rewire our mind to go to a place of positivity as the default. So often our mind goes to a place of negativity as a default because we're taught as kids, we're not good enough. So-and-so is better, work harder, do this, have a better job, a bigger house, a nicer car more money in the bank, be prettier, be skinnier, be sexier, be stronger, be more masculine, be more feminine, all these things that we're told to do take our mind usually to what we're in lack of, what we're not doing well enough. And that's not a place to live. All of us are born for a reason. We're born unique for a reason. You are born special. You're born with your um, the eccentric stuff that you have, the way that you look, the thoughts that you have. All of those for, are for a reason. They're beautiful. The world needs them. So we need to start to rewire our mind to a place of positivity and let that be your default. So anytime you start going down to something negative or anxiety provoking, the next best thing, I'm really glad it's a beautiful day today. I really like that my plant has a new green leaf. <laughs> Whatever it may be, you know, there's always something great. Um, there's always something beautiful. You just sometimes have to dig a little bit harder. So that's what we want to do is we want to rewire our mind back to a place of positivity and start thinking 
I'm a yes to joy. I'm a yes to happiness. I'm a yes to feeling healthy. I'm a yes to swimming in the Aegean again. I'm a yes to being able to travel. I'm a yes to having healthy relationships. I'm a yes to my tribe. I'm really, really grateful for my tribe. I'm a yes to learning how to take care of myself. I'm a yes to feeling that I'm worthy. Whatever it is that you're a yes to, <laughs> um, that, that you get my point, is you just really start to say things that you're a yes to, that was back to the Gabby Bernstein, to raise your vibration and make you feel happy and start to get your mind to think of all the things that you're happy about or that you like or that you would like in your life. All right, so I did not mean to digress so much on that. So going back to doing things that you love, using this extra time that a lot of us have, it's never too late. Even if you didn't do it last March or January or whatever, it's never too late. We still definitely have some time. But even more importantly, if you haven't done anything that you wanted to do, or maybe you did and you're just sick of it, it's Groundhog Day, you're so over it, all you want to do is sit on the couch and watch TV at night or um, really just do nothing. You just are reading and reading and reading or whatever it is. You're just not feeling motivated. That's okay too. There's a good chance that your body needs a break. Unplug. If you're watching TV, try to watch things that are happy or funny or interesting or educational. Stay away from the crime drama. Stay away from the news. Stay away from doomsday. Anything that has um, kind of that like dark side because we really want to take this time to let our mind, our brain, the impulses that we're putting in our eyes and through our ears be positive and high vibrating as we're going into spring, new beginnings, longer days, more sunshine, fresher, better times are coming. And we want to help that along, right? We want to help manifest wonderful things into our life. And so if you're not doing anything else right now, that's okay. Use it as incubation period. Enjoy the downtime. Don't beat yourself up about it at all. I mean, maybe you need to go for a walk. <laughs> maybe you can add a little more exercise or healthy eating or something like that. Of course, self-care is so important. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like those projects that we all thought we were going to get done. Cut yourself a break and just start rewiring your mind to positivity. And if you're already in a great place, which is wonderful, you can always do more. Harness that manifesting power, harness that beautiful energy and bring even more into your life. And as you bring more into your life and get happier and happier, it's going to be contagious to the people around you. You're going to start attracting better relationships, more unique, wonderful opportunities, better doors are going to open. It just gets better and better. It builds and builds and builds. And I'll tell you, if you're feeling a little bit down, know that better days are coming. I'm not just saying that. I'm an intuitive. It is true. Looking towards the end of May into June, there's going to be this really nice shift. And mark this down now. You can put it in your phone and hold me to it. By next May, May 23rd or so into June 22nd, your life is going to be so drastically different in the most amazing way. And I don't know what it is because there's a lot of you out there listening, but I feel it. The collective energy is going to be so amazing by next late spring, early summer that we're going to all look back on this and be like, wow, there's going to be so many aha moments, so many light bulbs going off. So many wonderful things are going to be created from the end of this May 2021 into the end of June of 2022. I can't even tell you. So hold on and get ready. Enjoy this downtime that you may be experiencing right now because so many good things are coming. You're going to be so busy that you're going to laugh 
at the time that you had. But like, remember that time I really didn't know what to do? <laughs> and for those of you who are really busy right now, maybe even frantic busy on the other end of the spectrum, know that that's going to calm down in the most amazing way. It's going to be more in balance. It's going to be more like right now you're planting all those seeds and you're cultivating and cultivating and you're busy, busy, busy. And they're just going to start to bloom and fruit and be so amazing that again, for you as well, by next May and June, it's going to feel so amazingly great. So from now until June of 2021, just enjoy where you are. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the moment. Be aware of what's around you. Live in a place of mindfulness. And know, get ready, because it's coming. It's going to be so exciting. So I'm going to do a little housekeeping here and let you guys all know that I am on Clubhouse. And I would love to see you on Clubhouse. For those of you um, not familiar with it, Google it. It's a new social media app that is based on vocal versus visual. So it's a lot of chat rooms, it's lectures, it's support groups, it's workshops. It's really, really amazing um, for people in the creative industry, people who want to brainstorm. Um, of course, Elon Musk is in it. It's been around for about a year. And it's uh, invite only as of right now, but that will change. That's just because they're in beta testing. Um, so if you're in Clubhouse, please find me at Michelle Schoenfeld. I'm going to start a couple new rooms starting in April, April 1st. I'm going to have two new rooms coming to Clubhouse, um, and they're going to be great. You'll really like them. One is going to be um, in this wellness and spirituality fun. Everybody gets a chance to talk. We get to learn from each other. And the other one is a little bit of a secret. I'm excited. Um, I'm very excited about that. So that's in housekeeping. I am heading back to Turkey um, in about two and a half weeks, I'll be back in Bodrum, Turkey. And I'm going to do two shows from there that are going to answer all your questions. So I've been getting a lot of questions. I don't always answer them on air. Um, but I'm going to this time. I get things about energy healing, CBD, um, the psilocybin I did last week, um, ways to clear your energy, deal with heartbreak, manifesting abundance, the law of attraction, so many different things. And I've gotten some relationship stuff and how to deal with uh, difficult bosses and employees and things like that. So it's not too late. You have um, lots of time to send me in your questions. You can do that. DM me at you lost me at namaste on Instagram. Again, it's you lost me at namaste on Instagram. Go ahead and send me a DM or Michelle at michelleschoenfeld.com. I'll always answer my emails as well. And if you don't want it to be on air, I will answer you um, privately, at least for now. I do have that time to do that which is great. I will be probably doing a retreat again at the Life Co. Wellbeing Center when things open up and uh, stay tuned for that. It'll probably be fall or early spring 2022. I'm going to do my Beach Prey Love and probably, hopefully also a manifesting and detoxing, cleansing out your body retreat. So that'll be at the Life Co. You can check out my website for details and join the email list if you want updates. And um, I'll probably do some kind of incentive for You Lost Me at Namaste listeners, um, which brings me to incentives. So Energy Bits, which is a really amazing um, LG company out of Boston, um, and it's uh, basically um, chlorella and spirulina in little tiny bite-sized pieces, very easy to take. They have given me a special code. If you go to their website and enter Namaste, you will get 20% off, and I think at some point you get free shipping as well. So again, go to Energy Bits. Dot com and enter namaste at checkout for 20% off. And also Social CBD, a really wonderful CBD company that does lotions, creams, tinctures, all sorts of great things for 
um, healing and sore muscles and anxiety, all sorts of stuff. Um, if you're interested in either one of those topics, by the way, I've done t- complete shows on CBD, the health benefits, um, and energy bits. I did the CEO came on and talked about the benefits of algae um, for health. So social CBD, Namaste 2021. You'll get your discount there. Just enter that at checkout. Um, and that's it. There's a couple other things coming I'm really excited about. I will put them in the show notes. And that's going to be it for this short episode. Stay tuned because I am attaching my last moth, which is what kind of inspired me for this episode today, this little unconventional episode, is what do you love? What do you love doing? What's your passion? And mine is public speaking. And yes, there's Zoom, but it just doesn't have the same effect for me because of energy. I love a big stage and I can't wait to get back on a stage. And the last time I was on a stage was exactly a year ago in Washington, D.C., in front of um, about 300 people doing my moth. So it's five minutes. Um, Stay tuned. It's fun. It's exciting. And keep in mind, I had to adhere to the criteria and their topic of the day. I hope you like it. Um, And then we'll end with a mantra. So the mantra for this week is very simple. A mantra or positive affirmation is just something I'd like you to say several times a day to yourself throughout the next week to help keep your mind in that really positive vibration. So this week's mantra is, I am living in my power. Let's repeat that together three times. I am living in my power. I am living in my power. I am living in my power. (laughs) Amen. That's what we all need to be doing, living in our power. We all have it. It's amazing. It's your birthright. It's there. It is time to step into it and live it. (laughs) The world needs you. Trust me. All right, so that's it. Stay tuned and listen to The Moth. I'm your host, Michelle Schoenfeld, and until next time, namaste. Do you feel safe? Aren't you afraid? These are the questions that I get when I tell my story, and I love telling my story. I will tell it to anyone who will listen. It's a story of love and adventure and renewal and transformation of mind, body, and soul. So when I tell all these details and I hear, do you feel safe? I want to scream and say, really? Were you not just listening to me? I can tell you, when I had cancer and was, had a port in my chest and was bald and skin and bones and wanted to die, then maybe I didn't feel safe. When I was trying to uncouple from a dangerous and unhealthy relationship with a man that I loved and was terrified of, then maybe I didn't feel safe. Or when I had given up my identity and sold my soul for the lifestyle I was in and didn't know how to ask for help, maybe then I didn't feel safe. But this story, this wonderful story of big love, Well, you decide. It goes something like this. So four years ago, the doctors gave me the okay to travel again after my cancer. And I wanted to go someplace I had never been before. It was Turkey or India. Well, it was August, so I wasn't going to India. I decided Turkey. I brought my best friend with me. She's 10 years younger, had kind of given up on love, was trying to decide if she should just leave everything and go to Paris for this job. But then she said, I don't want to go to Turkey. Let's go to Barcelona. Let's get a house on the beach and make out with surfers. I was like, 
okay, that sounds like a lot of fun, but I need to go to Turkey. I can't explain why. It's in my soul. I feel it, and it has to do with big love. Well, that's all I needed to say. Those were the buzzwords she was in. We land in Turkey, walk into our hotel. We see the Bosphorus in front of us, the body of water that separates Asia from Europe. I'm hooked. But then I get sick again. I spend two days in the hotel, can't move. I told her this could happen from my treatment. She's a good sport, but on the third day decides to call one of the names on the list of the many names we were given we went on our trip, and she's going to go meet somebody for a drink that night. Well, thinking it's probably not the best idea to let her go alone in a city we don't know, where we don't speak the language, and it's nighttime to meet a man we don't know. I rallied, I went with her. We get down there, she goes to make a phone call. I go to the restaurant to find him. I'm walking through the tables, and I see this beautiful man who looks kind of like Benicio Del Toro walk towards me. I'm like, wow. Well, he's on the phone, he doesn't see me, I'm invisible. I look to see what he's seeing, and he's seeing my friend with her hair blowing in the wind, on the phone, smoking a cigarette. They turn, their eyes meet, I watch for the very first time, fireworks, love at first sight. Well, that's their story. But it's a good one, and it is about love, big love. They do distance, they get engaged, they get married. I find myself coming back to Turkey a year later for the wedding. Late at night, I land in Bodrum, this beautiful little village in the Aegean. No idea where I am. I wake up in the morning, and I see the sun rising out of the Aegean, the Greek islands in the background, and I feel like I'm home. I see the purple-blue waters. I feel it in my soul, like I've lived there before, and I can't explain why. I just knew that I belonged there. It was a magical week. I loved it. I came back to Washington, D.C., but I felt like part of me was still there, and I had to figure out a way to go back. So I did. I rebelled against what all my friends said, what all my family said, what everybody said. I trusted my heart. I sold my house, quit my job, bought a one-way ticket, went right back to Turkey. Had three job interviews, got an offer, got a house. And then it's a little village house. I wake up every morning to chickens. I don't have air conditioning but I look at the sea, and I feel love and happiness like I've never felt before. I feel connected to my soul. I feel love. I feel renewed. I feel transformed. I feel inspired. So when people say at the end of this story, do you feel safe? I know what they're talking about. They're talking about the polit politics of the Middle East, the politics of Turkey. And what I can say is the people are wonderful and beautiful and hospitable, and I'm so happy when I'm there. But to answer it correctly, I'll quote the Sufi poet Rumi, which is very fitting. I am not this hair. I am not this skin. I am the soul that lives within. And for the first time in my life, I realized I did find big love. I found love within myself, self-love. And so, yes, I felt safe. for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.